Well, hey everybody. I'm really excited to be here and uh, here at Spring Retreat. This is the Spring Retreat uh, 20s studio, if you will. And we've got the directors here. Mine is Haley, who's on maternity leave. Hope you're doing well, Haley, you and Judah. And um, we're excited to be here. Uh, we've got the rest of the team kind of watching us right now, and that's really fun. And we've had breakfast, and we've got our coffee or whatever we're having. Austin's got his vitamin C. So Say all the kids. I think we should just have a good morning before we like dive in. So good morning, my friends. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? I'm well. I'm healthy. Uh -huh. um, it's chill, man. Doing yeah. good. Yeah. How, how are you, Ty? I'm well. Yeah, cool. I don't know if they can, they, the, the volume that you all are using, if they can actually hear y'all. Uh, probably. They can probably can, hear. Can, uh, I hope so. Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> hey, y'all let us know if you can can't you hear, hear us, us. Okay. Just let us know. People are watching. People are uh, texting and, and making, you know, keeping monitoring. I don't even know if anybody's watching right now. That's what's, that's the thing. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Aww. All right. Up at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Y'all make sure y'all give us a shout out if you're watching. That's cool. All right. I think we're just going to get started. So I want to start with uh, scripture and then I'm going to pray for us. And the scripture is 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 or 7. Um, Paul says to Timothy, um, revive the gift of God that is in you. Because God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of uh power, spirit of love, spirit of self-control. And I love that scripture um, for so many reasons. But as we're talking about um, focusing on our gifts this weekend, you are a gift. I think that there's this part in this conversation that's about our initiative. There's a part that's about our responsibility in cultivating our gifts, naming our gifts. Um, and so I invite us into that uh, today. And if even if you're watching this later, um, or listening to uh, the audio of this of version of this, like I invite us into that space where we take some courage to name our own gifts and to cultivate our own gifts. And I know that that can be really, really scary. But I, I want to invite us into that space because um, if it is true that we have been created from original goodness for a good purpose, that it's true that we are already light, then we have something that the world needs. We have something that the kingdom needs. We have something that the church needs. We have something that our community needs. And I, I think that we want to consider how we take responsibility for the gift that is us and bring that to the table. So I'm going to pray first really quickly, and then we're going to dive into this panel. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, uh, thank you so much. Uh, for this disruptive weekend. And while we're not where we wanna be in a, in a house together talking about uh, this beautiful stuff, I thank you that somehow by technology, we're able to be in this conversation together. And so I pray that you would help us to um, really hear you say to us that we are a gift. And uh, we give you praise for all that you're doing in CCW and throughout the world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So here's the caveat this morning. Um, I woke up and there was massive construction on my street. Nobody told me it was going to be that way. It's just what happened. And uh, so uh, you might be hearing some uh, loud power tools um, in this podcast. It's just the real deal. If we were at a spring retreat right now, we'd be like, wow, we've got construction right outside our house. So like, that's kind of where we are. And so try not to be distracted like I just distracted us. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good. So. I have asked our directors to join me in a panel this morning talking about gifts, specifically talking about their journey of discovering their gifts. And so I've got some questions that I'm going to ask them. I'll be answering those questions too. And then after we're done sort of with our questions that we've already prepared, I want to invite those who might be watching uh, to uh, submit questions uh, to the panel. And you can submit questions either to individuals or to all of us. And uh, we'll see how long that goes. So um, Austin, Sydney, Ty, thanks for being here again. And uh, here we go. So first question, and we can just go around the table. Uh, what are the gifts that you have that we know about? And what are the gifts that 
people might not be aware of that you that you have so um well the first one i obviously think of is music uh just because i've i've been doing it for so long um and pretty much any space i find myself in i i find myself doing uh music or playing music um so that's like a, a pretty obvious one, but one that's still very close to me and does not lose its value just because it's known. Um, but another one's probably that I'm pretty handy. Um, if you need help and stuff with your car, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm here for the, the broken down cars on the side yeah, of the road where I want to come and help people yeah. or at least get you a tow truck because I'm not going to go in and uh, change the whole engine for you. But um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, those are kind of my, my big ones that I, I try to make known so that people can kind of benefit from those in like a worship setting, but also in a, in a space where you need help and I might be your last resort. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. Beautiful. Thanks. Mm. Yes. I think <clears throat> I think of the gifts that people like see and know. I think of the affirmations that I've gotten from people. Um, And obviously, like, my music and, like, my worship leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in general, people see me as a leader, just, like, in general, which is, like, not something I asked for. (laughs) Um, Not something I necessarily wanted, which is actually a really common story amongst Enneagram Sixes, but... Mm -hmm. You know, um, just like not wanting to be a leader and people being like, help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, so I think that's something I register people seeing me as. Um, but then I think the gifts, when I think of the gifts that people um, may not know about me, which is, I guess it's like when I was thinking about it, I was kind of like, this is weird to name. You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. you know, these things about yourself, then naming them out loud, it's like right, a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but the, the first thing that I thought of was, I've always felt like I have a gift to see people. Mm. Um, and like I, Gabby used to always make jokes about me being prophetic and I don't actually think I'm like prophetic, but I think that what she was seeing in me was that like, I, I've always felt like I have a gift to like, people in ways that maybe they're not asking me to see them Mm -hmm. um and on like a practical level I think it's because I have this tendency to like track patterns in people's behavior Mm -hmm. and like so I notice people's patterns and I notice when people fall out of those patterns and so then I notice things about them that they're like why do you sometimes it's kind of creepy I'm like I noticed you did this thing (laughs) that you don't normally do and they're like why are you watching me I'm like sorry (laughs) Um, but but on another level, I think I just, I've just always had like a, I just like, conf- I've just, I don't know if it's empathy. Um, and I think that kind of creates compassion. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard time staying mad at people because I just, when I feel like I see them, I feel like I just have compassion for them and what they're going through. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You could be like a FBI investigator <laughs> for all the patterns that you see. Yeah. In and out. It could be a side hustle. Have like a TV show? Along with the ministry. Like a private thing. investigator? Yeah. <laughs> she leads worship on the weekdays and then goes and does the Puts FBI gig. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin. I love it. Unreal. Wow. Uh, I'll steal Austin's a little bit and be kind of the Mr. Fix-It kind of guy um, that people are aware of. Uh in just like small house projects, day-to-day things that are just like, uh, don't know where to start because it's not something that happens all the time type of problem. So, but more of the mechanical, like practical uh, uh, projects and building things and fixing things. Um, As for things that maybe, people don't see a lot and some people probably see it but not everybody um i hear just about everything um i listen really well um it looks like i am completely checked out but uh, probably like the closest to the table uh in the conversation 
Um, so I might not say a whole lot, but um, I hear everything. And uh, beyond that, as far as like what to do with that, it's kind of the uh, the contradiction having the the fix it part of uh, or, or gift and then having the listening trait you think I should go from one to the other back and forth pretty easily but most of the time when I listen I just kind of I try to go back and forth with okay I'm just listening now I'm listening with the intent of trying to fix something um, and sometimes that's a good thing sometimes that's a bad thing uh, but uh, most of the time when I listen uh, to lots of conversations and people talking, I try to to not have anything in mind as far as to do anything with mm. with that information. So, yeah. thanks, man. So for me, I I think uh, you know I'm I'm blessed that people um, for a few years have affirmed my gifts uh, for leadership, uh, for communication and vision, and so those are things that sort of, um, I think people know about. The things that you probably wouldn't know outside of like being in certain environments or watching me in some very specific <coughs> moments, I do have a gift for hospitality. Mm. Um, I, it's, it's one of the things that I didn't know until I started working at Intuition, um, and just how, how much I, I enjoyed serving people but also i was i was good at it y'all are laughing at me why are y'all laughing at me okay okay all right cool cool keep, keep rolling keep rolling i'm the one i'm the distracted one so anyway i i i i, I tend to be good at it people uh t t when i'm serving them they uh just they feel loved and they feel cared for. And that, that, that's, it's just something uh, on a level, like I learned it, but on another level, it's just intuitive mm. for me. Uh, to, as, as I'm watching people that are at the bar, I, I can almost get a sense like that they want something else or that they are in need of something. And, and uh, it has not been a rare occasion where I'll be helping a number of people at the same time and holding all of their needs like in my brain and sort of getting to it as quickly as I can and and or inviting like coworkers to like help me out and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I think that hospitality edge um, is a gift that people, I just don't often have an opportunity mm -hmm. to show that gift. And, uh, and a lot of it's because I'm often on the, in the front, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't get to stop and like, put on the servant towel, but it's one of the things that I actually really love to do. <laughs> love it. I'm not sick. I promise. Um, did I just totally forget the whole like unknown unseen part of like uh, the gifts? Like, no, I thought you did. I, I don't think I even said it. I think I just said my like handy thing and my music you thing. Did. Yeah. Yeah. You did. What's oh, yeah. your unknown, Austin? Oh, yeah. Uh, my unknown is probably that I'm super thorough. Um, like, in pretty much everything I can think of, like, I think of the small, like, tasks I do and the projects I start, like, something stupid, like, sanding a, a dresser. I'm very, very thorough. <laughs> or, like, mm -hmm. I'll do it until it's done. And, like, um, cleaning, but also, like, uh, I, I think that also goes like with my my relationships. Like I want to be thorough and like checking in and make sure everyone's good. But yeah, I totally yeah. forgot to say that. But, but clearly, you're gonna be thorough. Yeah, and, and come back and say. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Make mistakes though. Okay, let's go to the next question. Um, next question. So, what do you do to cultivate your gifts? What are the things that you do to like really strengthen your gifts and? to uh, put them out there. Anybody can just jump in, jump right in. Are we going with both or are we doing just one? Cultivate, how do you put them out there? Sorry, yeah. I should clarify. Uh, the unknown or the seen one. Uh, wait, oh, wow. Um, either. Okay. Either. Threw me there. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. 
We're having we're having a time over here, man. Beautiful. <clears throat> I think for the listening thing, um, it's not so much of like the act of listening. It's more so turning it on and turning it off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those autopilot things. Mm-hmm. And as it always continues to go on, I kind of reflect back later and remember how much I listened. Uh, and that kind of overwhelms me sometimes. Like I just didn't realize how much information I took in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I don't know, setting uh, rules in place for spaces I walk in and just being like, all right, I'm listening, and now I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. And in and, and the practical way for me, because that's how I visually operate too, it's actually like the place, places listed and the people listed uh, and the, those groups of people uh, and like what is what is am I listening or am I not or just simple as that and like putting labels to that mm-hmm. um, and then the steps beyond that I'll get to eventually to like actual like tuning the listening mm-hmm. but as of now it's just been that do you do anything to deepen your ability to listen is there any like a posture that you use or something that you have to do before you step into a space that you know you're going to do some deep listening? Um, it definitely, like I said earlier, it definitely looks like I'm checked out. Um, but that's just, again, because I'm a visual person. So those things are distractions mm-hmm. to me. Um, so I have to look checked out in a way. Um, but I only do that if I know it's acceptable for me to look that way. Mm-hmm. Um, in in that space um otherwise i look like i'm inconsiderate in those spaces um and sometimes there's always at least one person in the room who knows like the posture mm-hmm. uh so that's yeah yeah cultivating gifts how do y'all do it <laughs> um yes i think the first thing i thought about was just well when I was thinking of all the ways I cultivate my gifts the first thing that I kind of like I felt like tied all of it together was just intentionality and like just being intentional um whether that's like with my music like actually taking the time to like work on my craft do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. to just like get better at it (laughs) you know um so like there's that or like when it comes to like um seeing others just like recognizing that it's like a gift and like not taking it for granted you Mm -hmm. know like not everyone is maybe perceiving situations as i am so like approaching it with like a sense of responsibility you know what i mean and like not taking that for granted Mm -hmm. um and i also think in general just like like, I was going to kind of, like, say what Ty said about, like, not overextending our gifts mm-hmm. and, like, taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, because there, I do think there is such thing as, like, overextending the gifts you have and, mm-hmm. like, using them too much in a way that, like, isn't healthy. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. Super good. Yeah. I'm going to break up the thing and go next. Um so for me, a lot of my cultivation of, of my gifts, particularly around communication and uh, preaching, is always taking in content and never believing never believing that any content is like not good enough. So like obviously I have like there are preachers that I'm like ah, I don't really like your angle. There's theologies that I'm kind of like eh, but I take it in anyway. So I'm like constantly taking in. And it's typical Enneagram 5 in, in that sense. But it's also like this deep intentionality of like, mm-hmm. I never know when I'm going to have to use it. So I'm constantly categorizing, constantly taking in. I mean, even mm-hmm. as you all are talking, I'm connecting things you're saying to scriptures that I've memorized over the years and like putting them, oops, putting them like in, in different categories in my brain mm-hmm. so that I can like recall, like so I can't remember names really well. 
but I'm always ready to like say a thing. And it's because for years I've been taking in information Mm -hmm. and just never, you you never sit in a sermon and just audit, like you take it in. Even the most boring sermon, because like there'll always be something that like, oh man, that was, that was like, a quarter of a good take. So I'm going to like <laughs> take that quarter of a good take and categorize it really quickly. And for, so for me, like that intentionality of like, it's, I guess it's similar to, to really working on my craft, but I, I think it's, um, there, there's always, there's always something that I can, I can learn from always something I can grasp. And so for me, that's been the way that I've cultivated that specific gift. Yeah. So. Yeah. That reminds me of once you told me to like, find worship leaders who I can like study and like look up to. And yeah. that kind of reminds me of that, of just yeah. like taking in, like even if I don't like their songs, their worship leading, just paying attention to what they're doing, mm-hmm. how they're doing it. And like, that's again, that intentionality of like paying attention and yeah. 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 No, totally. That constantly studying and not tiring of that and knowing that at some point, it will be useful. So it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Austin? I, I'm just sitting here realizing how much of a feeler I am. Like, because <laughs> it's just like all moving into place. Like, mm. I I was going to say, like, I just make myself do my gifts. Like, I just do it, <laughs> which is true. But, like, behind that is why do I have to make myself do it? Because if I, if I don't feel the passion, it's really hard for me to partake in the gift yeah. or like in giving yeah. the gift, the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. So I think deep down, like I have this knowing of like, this is something I like, this has proven itself in the past, but like in the present, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Derek, I don't want to preach this Sunday. <laughs> I do not want to do that. Yeah. And then I'll just take it because it's just like, sure. Like mm-hmm. the worst that happens is it's a bad sermon yeah. or the worst that happens is I play some wrong notes. Or the worst mm-hmm. that happens is like, and it just goes, goes down the line. I get tired from picking people up with my car after they get in a car crash or something. And it's like, that's the worst that happens. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just realizing that like, I, I'm just going to, and it sounds stupid in a sense, but I'm just going to do it Yeah, and look for the positive, look for the giving and the getting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just, that's what I do. I, yeah. I see it the most and the most consistently with my music of kind of falling in and out of love with music where I'm just like, I play music just to play it for worship. I practice, play, practice, play. But mm-hmm. then when I sit down, I'm actually playing the keyboard and stuff for myself that changes the perspective yeah yeah um, but so yeah I just realized how much of a, a kind of a, a feeler stance that is to to be motivated in yeah. that way which I imagine that if if with again without that personal initiative to just do it not being passionate about a specific space um, or a specific thing that may be related to your gift but if you're not passionate about it then it's 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 like playing at a church that you're just kind of like eh. like yeah. yes you have a gift for music but you're like, ah, yeah <laughs> I don't know if I want to play and so like that could be like a barrier right like, definitely to really engaging your gift and so there is that what I hear in you in in saying that is that there is this sense of it, there's a natural ability but there's also a personal initiative mm-hmm. that has to connect with that natural natural ability yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. beautiful. I also think there's there's health in like the disconnect as well because mm-hmm. I, I think like y'all were talking about like if it's always there then you exhaust yourself in a sense yeah yeah um, but yeah so I just want to take a break here and just remind everybody who might be watching uh, if you've got questions for our panel this morning you can type those in uh, to something and somebody one of our team members is gonna pick up that question and shoot it out to us in a few minutes. I've got a couple more questions for our panel, so here we go. Uh, So how do you push through discouragement in bringing your gifts? And I'll I'll start with that. Um, For me, I push through discouragement by remembering 
that it's actually not about me. Mm. Yeah. That my gift really is for others. Mm. And that it's the whole image of I'm a gift for people. And so it's it's not really about me and it's not really about how I feel. Though those things do matter, they just aren't in the calculus for what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. And so I push through discouragement, and I'm discouraged all the time. I mean, I preach a lot, and I think every message is going to be my last message because everybody's going to go to sleep. But I just have to keep going there and keep remembering, like, this is not about me. This really is about the people in the room. This Mm -hmm. is about the people I'm serving. And so the best thing I can do is to bring as much of my best work as I can. Sometimes that best work is going to knock it out of the park and people are going to talk about that thing for the next 10 years. And sometimes I'm just glad that I got on the stage and did my thing. Um, But that's for me how I push through discouragement, just really getting my eyes off of myself and my eyes on the people that I'm serving. What about y'all? I think mine's kind of a combo. Mm -hmm. I oftentimes the thing that discourages me from like giving my gift or like getting to the point of having the gift and giving it, um, is like, but I don't feel like I've been given to like, you're talking about in a sense, like it's, you want the gift to be for you in a sense, but I'm also like, I need to be filled. Um, so that's like the discouraging thing that happens with me, but I kind of combat that by having a core group of people around me that I know I could go to and be like, Hey, I'm tired. Like, just, just like talk to me for a second. Yeah. And then be like, okay, cool. Get my head screwed on straight. This is benefiting others. Mm-hmm. Benefiting others like is a huge thing. And it impacts like so many other people. And like, it's just kind of a, a process of like having that, that group of people to rely on. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I think, um, I think the biggest thing I've learned to do is, um, I mean, there's a balance that comes with this, but taking seriously, like, the affirmations that people give you. Yeah. And, like, not dismissing those things. Because, you know, people are like, oh, I I don't like compliments, or I don't take compliments. But, like, that's dismissing, like, a prophetic voice in your life that's, like, trying to, like, say something over you and like Mm -hmm. speak something into your life you know Mm -hmm, what i mean and mm -hmm. like tell you something good about yourself right and dismissing those things i feel like is really harmful so i think that that's one way is to like just like absorb it and Mm -hmm. like revisit write down the things people say about you and like trust that people are like really trying to speak things into your life they're not just words you know what i mean they have they have Mm -hmm. weight they have power yeah um Yeah, and and just like remembering that people want to see you. Um, mm. I think that we forget that like like people want to see our gifts and people want to see us, and so we think that like we're bringing something to people that people don't want, but that's not true. Right. You know, people right. want that, yeah. and, and like people need that. Like you said, yeah. like the world needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only do people need it, they want it. Mm-hmm. So. I just want to insert here. It's always interesting when I say to someone, you know, I can see a pastor in you or um, ordinations in your future or things like Bishop Sidney one day, like, and I know, I know it's like, and, and sometimes like, because I do say that so often, I think people think that I'm giving just a line. Um, my bad time. Sorry. I just moved your mic. Um, but I'm actually not like, there are people that I would, that I rarely say anything about that because I don't see it. Like, if I don't see it, I'm not going to even like, I'm not going to say Pastor Brooke, like if I don't see it, like, but I do, like, I can't help but see it, right? And so, like, these moments that I say to Jess, like, just let me know where your church is, like, and I'll be there, like, that those moments are um, because I do see it. And I, I hope that when I speak those words into people's lives, that they don't dismiss it. Because I do think it's something special. So I, when you said, like, don't dismiss them, like, right, y'all stop dismissing me every time I say, okay, I need to calm down. Okay. Yeah. Whew, okay. <laughs> Ty. <laughs> um, How do you fight through discouragement? Do you even get discouraged, Ty? Sometimes. Okay. Um, 
it's more a matter of patience for me. Mm-hmm. Just remembering the moments that um, listening paid off. And uh, it's the littlest of things that I would like pop back into a conversation. Um, I asked somebody one time, the second time I met with them, I was like, how's your crappy professor doing? <laughs> yeah, simple as that, but mm-hmm. set the tone of like how we arrive to meet each other. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that was the baseline for it. And so that was great, but that took, you know, a few times to get around to that bit of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the waiting, um, that does seem discouraging and it can be. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like any any good thing always has its time to breathe. Yeah. Uh, and really take its time to mold and take shape. So um, it's more of a practice, practice with patience mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and knowing and reflecting too that like I'm in this for the long haul. Right. So just reminding myself of that. And then the people too that like I'm putting this effort towards are still around. I haven't left yet, so stuff all right last question from like me um we got folks who are watching now folks who will watch later what advice would we give them uh about bringing your gifts naming your gifts acknowledging them uh cultivating them taking them seriously and honoring the gift that we are what advice would we give to people I I think I have like three things mm-hmm. which is one like get your your group that can affirm you mm-hmm. and can be around you to be like your gift and have those cheesy moments of affirmation yeah that mean the world to us but we'll still push off a little bit can be like no you don't mean that but like we we need those people um two like practice telling yourself that mm. Um, and that you are a gift because yes, having those friends is everything, but there's going to be a moment in your life where maybe you move or you get a new job or somewhere new and you won't always have those friends right at your side. Um, and and you have to be able to tell yourself that you're strong enough Mm -hmm. and you're, you're good enough to be received and to be wanted. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that's kind of an inward health journey and it's a practice for sure. Um, and three, I'd say try new things. Um, when you feel like you don't have gifts, try new things. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes old gifts can show up in new situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful process um, of seeing that come to life. And you can, it might not even be the thing you are trying that becomes your gift, but something you discover in yourself mm-hmm. that comes to light. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I know that's, the hardest part of those three things for me is to try new things because um, it's scary as a six. Mm-hmm. Um, Enneagram six, I just don't want anything to do with that change. But uh, it, it it changes you. It grows you. It makes you stronger. So, yeah, those three things. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, to tag on to that, I think um, it's important to – oh, I lost my train of thought. What's the last thing you said? Try new things. Yes. Be okay with, in the process of finding your gifts, finding what your gifts are not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. be okay with, like, yeah. that. Because I think about a couple of summers ago, I did, like, this internship with this youth group. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. But that summer I learned that working with the youth, was not my gift. Right. <laughs> it was not my gift. Right. I just didn't feel like I was helpful at all to these like 
I didn't feel like I was, it just, I, you know, I mean, they might argue differently, right? Like I still have connections with these, these youth, but in, in within me, I was like, I don't feel like yeah. I'm being a fur, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I don't feel like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Um, so I think that like, we have to be okay with that journey of like discovering our gifts that like, mm-hmm. we're also going to find the things that like, mm-hmm. that we can leave to other people, you know, right, that we can leave right. to let other people take the lead on. Um, and I also think it's important to, which this is a similar concept to the last message I preached, preached talking about like separating how we feel from like the truth. Mm. And so like when I preached, my point was feeling like light isn't always sustainable. So we have to like figure out a way to like, know we are even when we don't feel like it. And I think it's a similar thing with our gifts. Like even when we don't feel like gifted or feel like, we're offering our gifts or feel like we know what we're good at. Like I hear often people be like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I'm good at anything. Like you are still a gift. Like mm-hmm. you're, if you never figure out what you're good at and you yeah, never feel like you're cri- contributing yeah. anything yeah. to society, you are a gift. Yeah. You're inherently mm-hmm. a gift. You're made a gift, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that like in order to be okay with the journey, we have to first accept that. That's good. Um, yeah. And like first to like be rooted in that truth. So that we can like be okay with the like failures. That's so good. Yeah. Thank you, Sydney. That's so good. What do you think, Ty? Um well, at least I know what's kinda worked for me, but I won't claim it to work for anybody else. But um I mentioned earlier about the practical things of just like labeling, uh putting all the information out somewhere outside of your head mm. uh, to look back on. Yeah, um, It's just about the same as like writing a, your first draft in school. Um, and the, the, the idea is to just get every waking thought out on paper so that way your brain can then shift into another mode to clean it all up and make it mm-hmm. presentable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the same for being of just like, don't be afraid to use your resources Mm-hmm. Um, and try resources to, uh, just as the same as like Sydney was saying about failures and being okay with that. And like, not that resourcefulness leads to failures or anything. You just kind of know that some things are helpful and some mm-hmm. things just aren't for you. Yeah. Um, so, um, it's like with somebody going to therapy, um, they could, be like this is great but it's not working for me and i need to find a different therapist there's Mm -hmm. it's totally okay that's that's the utmost professionalism Mm -hmm. um and most responsible thing you can do um and i don't see that as a failure because you're still trying to cultivate your gift you just know the outlet you're working on isn't to help that is not really working or getting you there so try out your resources um and mine just looks like having an external place to have all that information. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, riffing on the failure piece, I've just really learned to allow failure to be a teacher. Mm. Um, and one thing it's true about actually trying something, if you actually try something, you've already like moved past the majority of people in that field. like. Because you tried something. The majority of people just don't try. Like, they just don't give it a shot. They don't. um, And so it's worth it. It's worth trying. And if you don't get all the way there, there's so much that you can learn there. But I guess the other thing that I would advise folks on this, uh, on cultivating our gifts, I would say, don't lose out on your joy. Mm. Because I've watched how... People, when they're trying something new, it's a lot of what Austin was saying, or when they're starting to really live into their gifts, um, or even like taking it slowly, as, as you were talking about in patient style, like you have these like little bitty bursts of joy, and then like you dismiss that joy, like it's not a thing. It's like, yeah. but joy is such a rare commodity in our world now. Yeah. Don't dismiss your joy. Like, if there's something that brings you joy, mark that. Yeah. Like, note that and ask, like, is there something connected to that? Is there something 
deeper than just, oh, I had a good time. Like, did it like connect to your to your purpose? Like, so my example is when I used to lead worship. And um, y'all, I used to like get elated that I was like, just had a microphone in my hand and I was just like singing and just like go like, and I, I look back now, I'm glad that I didn't, but there were all these moments that I almost like, stepped off the stage because it was just hard. Like it's hard working with people or hard figuring out how to get my voice to work out. Like, or, and, but in all of that stuff, like was my joy. My joy was like in the middle of all of that. And I look back, I don't do as much worship leadership anymore, but like, I look back, it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I didn't stop because I had so much joy in that season. I've got different kinds of joy now. And again, I'm not going to discount those moments of joy. Like I think joy is really important. And I think joy is actually an indicator of gifting. Mm. Um, And uh, I think that if we really study the places where we get joy, we're going to find some kind of gift there. So there we go. Good panel. At least this part. I don't know if we've got any questions We've got three questions. Beautiful. I'm here for it. All right. So I'm going to repeat it for the audio file. Do you ever feel like you're serving in an area you're not gifted? because they just need somebody there. Is that essentially the question? Hmm. Yeah, and I guess what, what what do you do about that? I'm guessing is the, the, yeah. No. 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 One, because I know I have a uh, an internal clock and it's going to run out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so knowing that, I'm not going to put them in just more heartbreak, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Uh, later on we're just delaying it so part of the listening factor means that i'm taking in other information and people to connect with if i know i can't do the job i'll at least give you some options of where to go next Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and so that's like the best i can bring myself to that situation yeah um and that's just fairness too Mm -hmm. um on both ends um unless you know I, and I'm still under the mindset of continual serving in that same space, but mm-hmm. there, there's a completely different application for just doing the one-time thing, you know, just because a, a hand is needed. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, but um, under the circumstances of continual serving, that's what I would normally do. Yeah. What, about, what do y'all think? I think, uh, yeah. Um, but it's kind of a yeah and a, a nah. Um, (laughs) it's like, I just, I think of the big picture, I think is what happens. So like, if I find myself doing something that's not particularly in my gift set, it's Mm -hmm. usually because it's for a bigger picture that I see to be fit or aligned with my Mm -hmm. passion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'll do that in order to get to that. Now, am I going to do that forever? No. Cause like Ty saying, I only got a certain amount of time that I can do right. this before before I start hurting people or like I am just incapable of doing the job. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I feel that and I have felt that before for sure. Um, but it's it's usually for a, a bigger uh, passion in my heart that I'm like, this is this is worth like stepping into this area. Yeah. And it's yeah. also like the other part of my mind, which is like, Maybe I'll have something here. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the unknown of it all. Mm-hmm. But once I get there, I'm like, yeah, this is not it. Yeah. It's yeah. not it, dog. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. just <laughs> let's <laughs> let's <laughs> let's move this on. I mean, I, I I think that there's a sense that like we can try new things, and sometimes people will see gifts in us that we don't see in ourselves, mm-hmm. and so we'll jump into a thing or we'll give something a try. And I think at that point, it's just really good to like have like an end date of like a new thing you're trying where you're like, okay, I'm going to try this for this semester or Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this thing for this particular event. Um, And again, that's where I think failure becomes a teacher. If you do it and like you don't do very well, like you've learned something about yourself. But also if you don't give that thing a shot, 
you don't know mm. <laughs> that it might it might be you might be strong i think the other thing that i then would say is that there's a difference in serving people and people pleasing mm. people pleasing tends to be more about us and how we don't we don't want people to think that we're selfish we don't want people to think that we don't care we don't want people to think that we aren't on board like that people pleasing thing is really things about us whereas serving people really is about them and so i think there is a conversation that says like hey derek would you come hang out with a bunch of kids like little toddlers for like long periods of time pleasing them would me would be me saying yes um, me serving them would be like, I don't actually think I'm the best person to hang out with toddlers. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends who have toddlers would agree, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, would agree with me there. Um, and so is there something else that I might be able to do, specifically me? And, I, and again, that is me taking responsibility for my gifts and also knowing where I don't lean in. But don't get me wrong, every now and then, I will do a children's ministry gig just to see, maybe I've got a new gift in me that I forgot, that I didn't know about, that's just now manifested. Um, And usually it's like, nope, Derek doesn't need to be around toddlers. That's just it. Okay. Did you have anything you want to say on that, Sid? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything y'all are saying, like... I don't think it's possible to like ever completely avoid serving in ways that you're not like gifted because not you're just never going to be gifted at everything you're doing. Um, and I do think that there's a specific kind of growth that comes from stepping into mm, areas that mm-hmm. maybe you're not naturally gifted in. Yeah. Um, but I also think there's just like the communication aspect of just like communicating to people like I don't see myself in this long term. I don't think I'm the best person for this. Just like being upfront about those things, yeah. they still want you. I'll try it for a little bit, mm-hmm. not forever, you know. And and I really like what you said about like seeing the long term. Like I'm doing things right now that I don't think I'm particularly gifted in, but yeah. like you see it as kind of like a long term, like strengthening well, and building. And yeah, some, sometimes it's it's stairs. It's like you have your life goal or whatever it is or your passion. Like some people do. I don't understand that sometimes. <laughs> but um, and like you like kind of take your steps up to it. You're like, oh, this is this is a nonprofit that I really like. I'll mm-hmm. take that. I'll take mm-hmm. that internship. But mm-hmm. like it's in communication. And I'm like, I don't exactly do that. So it's yeah. like yeah. stuff like that where you're like working it so you get insight and in like your fractions of your dream or fractions of the ways you want to serve people. But it's good. Yeah. I think Yeah, I just think be, like noticing. Yeah. Like, notice yeah. when it's not your gift and make a good decision if you think it's a good long term yeah. choice. Mm-hmm. If you think that, you know, communicating that to others, I think it's just a big deal. And it's gonna take courage regardless. So like there's no such thing as any of this stuff without courage. Mm. Yeah. Courage and bravery are all deeply yes. interconnected to the discovery of our gifts, the cultivation of our gifts. So yes. what other question do we have? We have two more? Is that what you said? Yeah. A moment that you've recognized one of your gifts. Hmm. I think when I was uh, forced to give one of my first talks at a <laughs> CCW. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say forced lightly, but um, no. I yeah, Ty's like, yeah, forced. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, was it the best sermon ever? No, not at all. Like, did I touch thousands of hearts and minds and souls? Probably not. Like, but I think the, what I learned from the experience and the conversations that that started with me and other people was something beautiful where I was like, huh, maybe people want to hear me. Like, and that's where it started. I'm like, maybe people want to hear what I have to say. And I know that's like a smaller thing, but like that, that was a shift for me. Whereas like, I, I don't have to like stray away from sharing my opinion or whatever, but, um, that can also 
like a, a beautiful balance of everything that can get to your head. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was the, that was the first time for me. I'd, I'd say, well, not the first time, but one of the times. That's good. Mm. Um, question i'll offer two examples i guess mm-hmm. i i remember i have one very specific memory lane worship um it was at an evolve in the solarium mm-hmm. and i think it was the first time we had evolve in the solarium i can't remember was it raining was it terrible getting up there <laughs> i don't remember honestly i'm not up on mic um and i just remember like being so nervous i mean i'm always i never stop being nervous about like leading worship um but i remember i i was like leading the very last worship song i think it was like build my life or something and i just remember feeling like really like i just remember us having a few like hiccups throughout the service mm-hmm. and things kind of being a little crazy but like on that last song i just remember the worship being really powerful mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not like taking it, like, I'm not saying it was me that made it powerful, but I just remember in that moment noticing that like, I was leading people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That like mm-hmm. I was actually like leading the room. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just remember afterwards, Andrew Simon like said something to me. It was like, did you, he said, did you feel that? And I was like, yeah, actually I think I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I did feel that moment. Um, and then I think of, when I think of my gift of, like, seeing people, um, I think of moments when, like, Austin and I will be, like, driving home from, like, a party or some kind of social space, and I'll be like, did you notice so-and-so having a hard, you know, having a hard mm-hmm. time? And he'll be like, no. <laughs> I didn't know. And I'm like, you didn't? Like, I was just, like, the whole time thinking about them. I was just, like, mm-hmm. wanting to check on them. Like, he's like, I didn't notice anything. <laughs> and so I think of those moments. I'm very okay with sitting in a corner, not talking to anyone, Sid. I really am. So I, I'm good. I appreciate okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. What about you, Ty? Um, I think it was just a, a simple reflection kind of similar to everybody else's of somebody reminding them or pointing it out. Um, somebody was just like, oh, you remember that bit? Because um, mm. I had brought it back up at one point mm-hmm. uh, in a conversation. And uh, and they, it was how they said it back gave me like an affirmation of that did good for me just one little tidbit like it was just a positive note that wasn't life-changing that wasn't like earth-shattering or anything it was just um it was just one of those bits where this was just a nice positive note and it was helpful to cap it all off it was just one of those things where it's like listening's not the thing that's gonna change everything for people but it mm-hmm. does some help and it's yeah. still necessary to the equation oh i think it's huge um and so just remembering like that that is a part of it i can do that pretty well without thinking about it too hard it's like all right i'll do that you know when i deem it fit so. i know for me um I think my awareness of my gifts was when I was born, because I was just born gifted. (laughs) (laughs) He's laughing at his own joke. Okay, so real for real, for real, because my insecurity levels are like super high, <laughs> um, super high insecurity. Um, I worked really hard on a report for one of the boards that I'm on, and um, I, I was just so sure that it wasn't enough, right? And I stepped into the space and made my report and stuff, and people were like just really silent, and I was like, great. Like, I, I just destroyed this thing. Like, I did not. It just, it was horrible. And the chairman of the board was like, Derek, um, none of us work this hard. And none of us are this detailed. And none of us have 
this kind of vision. So we're all just kind of sitting here kind of in awe. <laughs> and thank you for the work you put into this report. And it was just like, oh, my God. And, and again, like I had joy working on it, too. But it was like a mix of joy and insecurity, which we have the capacity to have all of that like at once, like joy, insecurity, extreme uncertainty. And yet I know I'm doing this thing. And then you're like, but am I really doing it? Like all of that can coexist all at the same time inside of our being. Um, And so that was just one of these moments like maybe I am good at like this organization and vision stuff like maybe I am. And uh, so that was like a moment. So beautiful. One last question, and then we'll be done. Two more questions. Ooh, okay. I'll answer the last one as I'm wrapping up. So we'll focus on the that first one. Something you can do, but it depletes you. Um, I'll start here. Um, I don't know that it's, if there's anything that we would ever do that doesn't deplete us at some point. So like extroverts who love to be around people have a moment where like I'm peopled out. Mm -hmm. Granted that moment comes a lot later than introverts like me, like days later. Um, But it's still a moment there where you are depleted. So I don't know if it's so much about things we do that don't fill us as much as um, being filled to do a thing. So it's, it's, I would say it's actually flipping the equation. It isn't doing and hoping that doing fills us. It's being filled and then doing our thing out of, out of overflow. If, if that's even possible, like we're doing it from a place. So it requires this stuff in the beginning where we say, what do I need to do so that I am ready to serve here? And so one of the things that you'll find me doing is being uh, really slow walking into gatherings when I'm about to preach because preaching depletes me like deeply, but it's a gift. And I can't say that on any day preaching like fills me up, fills my tank, gives me, but it's a gift. And yes, these things deplete us. So I have to do this other stuff at the front end so that I have what I need to give of myself uh, in the space. And so I would flip the equation of how we're thinking about it and what do I need so that I can give. But what do y'all think? When when you've got a gift, but it doesn't fill you, it doesn't do a whole lot for you, what do you do with that? What do you do with that moment? Mm. Um, I think about something that Justin McRobert said la- one of the last times he was here. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about, honestly, I don't remember what he was talking about, but I do <laughs> remember he said that we're not just tools in God's toolbox. Mm. God wants to also see us experience transformation on our journeys. Um, And I just like think about that all the time that like, um, because I think that in that season, particularly when I heard that, I was seeing myself as just like a tool that God was just using. I still kind of feel like that and struggle with that sometimes when I don't feel connected to God and I feel like, I'm serving you, you know, I'm trying to serve the church and I'm just, just a tool and you're just, um, but, but also like, I, I think there's like a balance that has to happen that like, if something is depleting you, you have to balance that with things that don't, you know, yeah. like, um, I don't think that means we can't completely avoid things that are going to take away from our energy. Um, because in some ways, like, they're going to be spaces where you're just serving and you're not expecting a return, you know, mm-hmm. like, like any, like relationships, like your relational model, you have the relationships where you're giving and you're mm-hmm. not expecting somebody to give back to you. Right? right. Then you have the relationships where you need it to be balanced. You need it to be 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's that way with 
with the, th- the ways we express our gifts too. Like there are going to be the times we're serving where we don't feel like we're getting poured back into. But then you have to balance that with doing things that do fill you up. That's good. Um, because you're not mm-hmm. just a tool in God's toolbox. Yeah. God yeah. doesn't just want to use you and throw away. God wants you to also experience spiritual growth and change on your journey. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think it's, for me, I see it as like some gifts aren't like two in one. Sometimes, like you're saying, like you don't you don't receive from it and give like mm-hmm. you aren't filled and pour it out. Right. Um, and th- those are real. They're real things. Uh, they're I think they're special and sometimes few and far between as far as when you find them. Um, but I, I see it as just I, I look at the big picture again. I look at the big picture and I see that these people need this gift and mm. I'm capable of filling myself up afterwards. Mm-hmm. It might, it's going to be a task to go do this and go find a way to fill myself up. But mm-hmm. like it, it serves the greater good. That's good. Yeah. What do you think? Ty? There's like a baseline of like understanding about the concept itself, like having a gift that just depletes you. And one being like, okay, I understand its purpose. And two being, I don't understand its purpose in a sense. So mm-hmm. like um, with the question being like, it's depleting you, but you have this gift and you're serving with it. Um, if it feels like you're just like running around like a chicken with its head cut off sort of thing where you just like, everything's just not helping just don't do it i mean that's for somebody who's inexperienced um and has hasn't and still got quite a ways to go with this stuff um the best thing you can do is look out for yourself Mm -hmm. and so just don't do it until you find either a there's a purpose for it and i understand its place or to some sort of ad for admiration for why it's there, even though maybe I'm not the best person to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's also kind of playing off of understanding gifts that you don't have. Like, yeah, you're figuring it out, but in the same time, you could also under- find some admiration for people that do have that gift uh, and, and a respect for them. So it's not so much how to like turn again fix it situation not how to turn it and make it something that gives you life it's more of just like a where's that outlet and mm-hmm. and where is it already fit in the equation because a and b are not lining up right now and um yeah so where does it need to go that's good mm-hmm. awesome so to answer that last question why did we choose uh gift as a theme for this year's spring retreat there's so many reasons as I think about our community and literally I'm thinking about individuals. But some of it is that we are in this narrative of really thinking deeply about coming from original goodness and wanting to really embrace that idea that when God created us, God created us good. Yes, something happened, but the start, the beginning, the initial intent was good. But within that good creation is good purpose. And I also think that what needs to be connected to original goodness is that sense that I have been created to do good things in the world and to connect what we do to who we are and that who we, what we do flows out of who we are. So our gifts are good. Our talents are good. Our abilities are good. And even, I will say, experiences that shape us are good. And so how do we really lean into this sense that all of that stuff is affirming our goodness? It's affirming the fact that God, we are God's masterpiece. We are God's accomplishment. God is proud of us. God delights in us. And yes, God delights in us. I think about, and I haven't experienced it yet, right? But I think about how parents feel when their kids are on stage at like three, four, five, six, doing just 
doing things on stage. They're not even great at it necessarily, but they're singing or they're, you know, doing some little like monologue or something like that. And it's like, it doesn't even matter like what it, what it turns out to be. It's like, that's my kid out there. Oh my gosh. Take 5,000 pictures. Oh gosh. Like it's so, there's just this, this is how God feels about us. And so I, I, I want to invite us to see ourselves as a gift and to step into the light, light of the world, city on a hill, and to, and to really think about how we are a gift. We've come from the original goodness, and so that leads us to good purpose, good things that we can do, we should do, that the world needs us to do. And so that's really, um, for me, where uh, gift really kind of came out of. So with that, um, from here, we're going to end our panel time and uh, do want you to continue to pay attention to our Facebook group, uh, those who are in it, and because uh, there's some cool stuff that's going to be coming down in the next little bit. And I'll explain that uh, in our Facebook group. For everybody else who's, um, we're not going to be on Spring Retreat. We've got cool stuff that are going to be uh, coming out in the next little bit. We've got um, lots of posts, hopefully, um, about our gifts. And also, we've got a playlist that's going to be dropping in a little bit, just to give you some inspiration. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to be back here for worship at 9.30 a.m., live streaming on Facebook and Insta. And uh, yeah, Spring Retreat weekend right here so love you all and uh thanks for joining us today be well